Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. This is Lorraine Sink, host of Thwip and the Marvel Minute, and we're here with Ashley Eckstein of Her Universe. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, ladies. Thank Ooh. you for having me. Yeah. We're, so <laughs> we're actually really you. excited to have you. Uh, we, we, you know, we've sort of been trying to get you on the podcast for a bit, and you know, both Lorraine and myself are wearing your clothing right now. I That's know true. <laughs> you look great. Well, and I'm so excited to be here in person, like sitting with you live. I, you know, I don't live in New York, so um, I get here from time to time, and it's exciting to come play with you guys. And you look adorable. Oh, Aww, thank you. Um, if you guys recognize Ashley's voice, she is also known for her voice because you voice several characters, some of which are in the Marvel universe. Can you tell the fans at home a little bit about who you voice? Yeah, so um, I voiced Dagger of Cloak and Dagger in Ultimate Spider-Man. And um, in, I think, two episodes, I am also the voice of Shriek. So <laughs> I think even the voice of Dagger, uh, wait, yeah, Dagger and Shriek in the same episode. <laughs> did you have to talk to yourself? I think I did <laughs> in one scene, if I'm remembering correctly, because we record a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So it's like we way record it like advance. way yeah. in advance. So by the time it comes out, people are like, ooh, say a line. And I'm like, why don't you tell me the line you want me to say? <laughs> because we don't get to keep our scripts because it's all super, so, uh, it's all super confidential. And um, and so yeah, so I don't really remember, but I do remember like having to change up my voice. So hopefully you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> also, you voice another important character within the Disney world. Yes, yes, I do the voice of Ahsoka Tano on um, now Star Wars Rebels, and she originated on Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, So, um, you know, I just like to keep it in the Disney family. She was kind of your first big uh, voiceover role, is that right? Yes, yes. And she makes a lot of appearances in her her universe line, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You had a dress for Comic-Con that was, like, made of Legos, right? Yes, yeah. (laughs) So... The first ever Lego couture gown, which, you know, sounds like an oxymoron, um, <laughs> but it was made out of over 10,000 Lego bricks. Wow. Uh, it weighed about 25 pounds. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty heavy, um, but it was the first ever um, gown made out of Lego that could walk, that could literally walk the runway. You know, they've been done as like statues before yeah, right. or, you know, dresses that you could kind of just stand there. Did it have movement? It did. It did. So um, it was at the Her Universe Fashion Show, which is a design competition. Um, It's kind of like Project Runway, but for geek fashion. And, um, you know, fans enter with their own original geek couture designs, and um, they have the chance to – to if they win to design a collection with her universe to be sold at Hot Topic, and uh, the winner of the first year show Andrew McLean, um, he actually came back and designed it uh, this year um, with world renowned Lego artist Nathan Sawaya. So wow. Andrew actually sewed a dress and um, covered it. It was like he created a Lego canvas. He covered it in five thousand Lego bricks, and they were flat. And so he poked holes in every single one. And sewed them on like buttons. Oh my God. So covered literally like head to toe a dress completely in flat Legos. And then he delivered it to Nathan. And then Nathan built the Ahsoka Tano um, 
image on there, which was actually a sketch by Dave Filoni, who is the executive producer and one of the creators of Star Wars Rebels. And so um, Nathan took Dave's sketch and added color and just brought it to life on the gown. That's Holy so smoke. amazing. <laughs> I, I, I had nothing to do with it. I just wore it. <laughs> I will say that every year on Thursdays is, is the Her Universe Fashion Show. And every year I know at least five or ten of the designers and I want to go. But it's so hard for us because we're doing yeah. the live show. You're working. But absolutely. this year it was just like so many beautiful designs. And, and now you guys added sort of additional like uh, online votes. Now you can vote for like another person. So the, sh- the show keeps on going. Like – it builds up. It builds up excitement for the collection that Hannah, the winner this year, will 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 get to design, which I'm very excited about. Yes, yes. Uh, um, Hannah and uh, Camille and Jesse are uh, the three winners this year, and. Um, you know, I'm so excited to get to work with them. Uh, haven't quite figured out what they're designing yet, <laughs> but we're about to start designing for a collection that'll come out at Hot Topic in spring of 17. And um, I mean. Their designs blew me away. You can actually watch the whole process. It's on Comic-Con HQ right now, which is Comic-Con's official channel. Mm -hmm. It's like a Netflix, but for all things geek. It's pretty cool. Um, But we documented the process from the time that they were picked all the way through the fashion show. So you can see how they make each of their pieces. And I was just so amazed because so many of the pieces this year involved um, technology. You know, they either lit up, they appeared and disappeared you know there was there was so much involved and they really used science and math and you know cutting edge cutting edge technology to make their pieces or in um like hannah's case uh hannah kent um she did a furiosa gown and she didn't have any technology but what she did so brilliantly was she took a character that everyone knows and um was inspired by but it wasn't a costume it was a couture gown that you would see on any actress on the red carpet. I mean, literally, like, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, Charlize Theron, like, would wear that to a movie premiere. And um, and that's the, that's the whole point of the show. It's not cosplay. It's couture. What I think I love about it is because a lot of them are cosplayers, and they're taking the skills that they learned in cosplay and s- stepping it up and bringing it to a bigger show and then be able to showcase it. On, a, on such a wider spectrum than, than their cosplay would ever experience. Um, so speaking of the making of, uh, some people might not be as familiar with her universe as we are sitting here wearing your clothing. <laughs> um, can you tell the fans a little bit about how her universe got started and what it's all about? You know, her universe got started because I'm a fangirl. And, you know, I have always been a Star Wars fan ever since I was a little girl. Um, Grew up with Marvel as well. Uh, But, you know, when I was cast as Ahsoka, I was thrust into this world. I was going to Comic-Cons. I was going to, you know, events at Disney. And and, um, I wanted something to wear for me. Like, I wanted Star Wars clothes to wear for that were made for women. And um, I just went shopping one day. This was back in, you know, 2008, 2009. And... um, I came up empty-handed. Like, seriously, there was nothing. Like, I was, I just ended up in the men's and boys' section, but I thought, you know, this isn't right. There's there's women everywhere that love this stuff. Um, why isn't there anything for us to buy? And I did my research and found out that half of all sci-fi and fantasy fans are women. And, um, you know, 85% of all consumer purchases are made by women. Like, we're the buyers for the yeah. most part. And so I thought, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but 
you know, <laughs> they're 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 leaving a big piece of the pie, you know, unserviced here. So, um, so I went to Lucasfilm and I just said, look, you know, I'm one of your actresses, and you're not making anything for us to wear. I want to wear it. Can I design your female clothing? And they uh, quickly told me no, <laughs> and they told me no twice. And they said, look, we only work with reputable companies. Like you have to be a company, not like an individual. And we give out licenses. Well, I knew nothing about the licensing world, but I went away, did my research. I started my own company, Her Universe, and um, the manufacturing partner and went back to Lucasfilm and I said, okay, I started my own company (laughs) and I have a reputable business partner and I want to apply for a license. And at that point, they were so supportive. They said yes. And fortunately, when you start with a license like Star Wars, yeah. it makes it a little bit easier to go to other franchises like Marvel and say, hey, can we make your merchandise too? And after um, I started with Star Wars, obviously Marvel was the top of my list. And I I basically went into Marvel and begged and pleaded. I said, can I please make Marvel clothes for girls? And um, they, they were so supportive as well and gave us the opportunity. And um, there's still so much more to do. I like, uh, you know, we've we've been playing in the Marvel world for about two years now. We do Everything from T-shirts to dresses and jackets, and um, and I'm excited, I, you know, about what's ahead. I think, you know, there's so much to do in the world of fashion for Marvel. I think it's so great because when I first started working at Marvel ten thousand years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I remember we would I would like buy Marvel stuff, and it was never any of the girl stuff was always. I didn't. It wasn't my favorite stuff to wear. And what I would do is I'd buy the extra large men's shirts. And I would sew it down the line and make it into like a bodycon dress. And people would be like, that's so ingenious. And I'm like, make me clothing. (laughs) Like, I mean, I can sew, so I know how to do that. And I remember the first time at San Diego Comic-Con, I walked by the Star Wars booth and you guys had a thing. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Why don't we have that? And like, <laughs> and, and now it's so nice because her universe is for those who who haven't seen it. It's such a wide variety of uh, of sort of fashions. You know, you've got sort of the basic t shirts and dresses that we're sort of wearing these like easy cotton dresses. But then you've also got like these super cute dresses that are like more like for like a cocktail hour. I mean, then you have like jackets that are like uh, like the Black Widow bomber jacket or the Stark the Stark Industries bomber jacket, which I own, which I love. And it's just like it's so great because there's a wide mix. So you don't just have to be like a T-shirt wearing nerd. You can now be a fashion forward nerd. Exactly. I like to say, you know, geek chic from head to toe. It's, it's you know, you there's some days where you want to be loud and proud about it. Like I'm walking around in, with my Captain America Shield shirt today. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we did a line at Kohl's this year, which was very subtle. You know, we there was like some cute little striped mock turtlenecks that just had like the Captain America A just mm-hmm. on the left chest. And so many people have no idea that's a Captain America shirt if you're not a fan. But if you are a fan, it's like you give a wink and a nod and you're like, I see what you're doing oh yes i have your romper from Kohl's, <laughs> <laughs> and i love it i i wore it on fourth of july and everybody had the same reaction where they were like oh that's such a cute romper is that captain america oh my god i love your romper <laughs> and i was like i know it's the best <laughs> thank you thank you i mean i think i you know i love the subtle designs because it is something that you can wear everywhere mm-hmm. um and you know as as fans we, it, I think this is the biggest misconception is with like being a fangirl or a fanboy. Like, it's not, um, it's not just a trend. It's not just like you're into it one day and then you're on to something else the next day. Like, 
being a fan is like a part of who you are. It's a part of your identity. And I think that was what not I think I know that's what compelled me to start her universe more so than just the need for fashion is that I felt that female fans weren't being allowed to literally be who they were. And I read story after story of women being bullied, um, girls being bullied, um, women pretending to be men online so they could actually have real conversations. And I thought that's no way to live your life, like to literally hide who you are. Um, And so I just wanted a safe community where women could step into the spotlight and say, hi, like I'm Ashley, I'm a girl and I like Marvel. Um, and so I, I think that's what we try to do is make it, you know, you know, part of our tagline is flaunt your world because you want to flaunt what you're, you know, you want to be proud of what who you are and what you like. You actually do something special with fangirls, right? You do like a fangirl a week or a month? Yeah, we do fangirl of the day, actually. Oh, the day. Wow. Yeah, and we, we need more um, because <laughs> you can go to heruniverse.com and um, on our, like, click on the blog and you can submit yourself or you can submit somebody you know. And, um, you know, our goal was to combat bullying because what I found was one of the easiest ways to combat bullying is to um, – not feel so alone. But if we can't go into somebody's school, like if we can't be there for that girl that day when she's being bullied, um, at least she could come home every day online and meet another girl that's just like her. And maybe not literally meet her, like get to talk to her, but read about another girl that is a fangirl, just like herself. And, you know, we're doing it every single day, 365 days a year. And to me, as long as we have fangirls that will continue to submit, we're going to continue to feature them. Um, and so we've been doing it for over three years now. And um, But I think, you know, we need more. I mean, we and I know there's more. We've only scratched the surface. So. I know, it's 50% of the market. Exactly. That's that's like 150 people in the United States alone. So please, please, please go nominate, you know, yourself or somebody you know, because I really think especially for the younger fangirls, you know, that's the goal, right? Mm -hmm. It's like to really make it um, an accepting environment, you know, for them as they get older. And I mean, that's the miracle of the Internet, right? Um, When I grew up, you know, I, I had Internet from the time I was a kid, but it wasn't like it is now. Oh, yeah. You know, where, like, everyone's online all day long. You have Tumblr where you're sending each other asks and becoming friends. And it wasn't quite the same. You, It was more like chat roomy, yep. kind of <laughs> forum-y kind of world. And that was something that I think is so wonderful about the Internet is that it connects people. And I think that's what's so great about fandom is that it connects people. It's just like if you're wearing that T-shirt and you see that little cap shield that you might not notice if you're not a fan. But if you know it, you're like, oh, hey, we have something in common. And now we're connected. Like, that's the thing that I love about fandom and that I love about cons and I love about apparel in in particular. I think, too, a lot of women like to sort of celebrate their fandom through clothing more than some other items. Like, I know a lot of people are collectors, and there are plenty of women collectors, too, for sure. But I feel like the average woman is more likely to rep her brand that way. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's just... Obviously, as girls, we love our fashion, mm-hmm. and um, and we like a lot of it. <laughs> There's, yeah. Again, 365 days a year. So, I think um, I, I think it is something that you know, it it just brings people together. It you know, it what's so weird is that 
because of our phones and because of social media, we're actually, I feel like, more disconnected than ever from people because we're constantly, like, looking at our phone. Oh, people can't see me right now, but I'm holding my phone <laughs> looking at it. And you're walking down the street or you're on the subway or whatever, and you're just not talking to people because you're talking on your phone. And so sometimes it's incredibly intimidating to walk up to somebody and say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this week, my, my car was uh, towed accidentally. Um, it was somebody else's mistake. So it kind of put me in a bad mood. I- I'll be honest. I-, I haven't been that angry in a while. Um, Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be tickled either. No, no. And so I had to, you know, go to the tow yard and... Um, I was wearing I was wearing a Star Wars shirt, but it was one of those subtle Star Wars shirts that if you're not a Star Wars fan, you're not going to know it. And the guy was like really nice to me, but I could tell not like in a weird way, like "Hey, I think you're cute," but just like such a nice guy. And um, and so we just were talking, and I was just kind of like, you know, I feel like. I don't know. People uh, to me, I'm, when I'm grouchy, I think I'm really grouchy. And some people are like, "Man, you're really nice when you're grouchy." Um, <laughs> but I was just kind of like, "Wah wah." And um, and he was just asking, like, "Oh, you know, what do you do?" Blah blah blah. And and I said, "Oh, well, I I do cartoon voices." And he's like, "For what?" And it turns out he's a massive Star Wars fan. Aww. And he goes, "Yeah, I noticed your shirt." And um, because of my shirt, and he, he ended up having an R2-D2 tattoo on his hand. Oh. It it literally took, like, kind of a crummy situation and, you know, brought us together. And it's, like, geeky properties, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, any Disney. It just brings people together, and it automatically puts a smile on your face. And, you know, we were just – all of a sudden, I, I was – like I said, I was pretty grouchy, pretty grumpy. <laughs> I left the tow yard, like, so happy that I just, like, made a new friend And also you had a car again. <laughs> I had a car again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's not a fun feeling to walk out to get your car in the parking lot and it's gone. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a good one. Ooh. So you kind of done everything in the fashion world. It kind of seems like you've you've done everything from casual to couture. Is there anything that you dream of doing for her universe or in the licensee world that you haven't gotten to do yet? Without spoiling anything that you have in the works. Um, I don't have it in the works, but maybe if I put it in the other sphere or in the (laughs) universe, uh, I'd love to do wedding dresses. I support you 100%. That sounds Um, fantastic. I, I think... A lot of Emma Frost, I imagine. Oh, my God. (laughs) A lot of sparkles. (laughs) You know, if you think about it, it's like how many people are incorporating their geeky love into their wedding now? And I think think you could have – I mean, they already do the Disney line, which – My sister's about to get married, and she's wearing one of the Disney wedding dresses. And, um, and, you know, I think there's a way to do it for the geeky properties and do it in such a subtle and classy way. And, you know, you can still feel like – you know, you're wearing a classic wedding dress, feeling so beautiful on your wedding day, but you like to have that subtle nod of, you know, of what you love. Well, too, don't a lot of runway shows end with, the, like, the bridal thing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, maybe, like I said, if I put it out in the universe, maybe next year at the fashion show we'll have wedding dresses. Oh, that's so cool. I'm just imagining, like, I mean, I really like color in wedding dresses because I think, I mean, there's a lot of historical blah, blah, blah. That's about, so on brand for you, Judy. White, <laughs> Judy about white wedding hair. dresses and where they came from and blah. Anyways, but I... Uh, 
having like a Captain obviously Captain Marvel having a Captain Marvel dress but like a really subtle like Ugh. light like the star formation I actually just oh sewed my, my star gosh. into my Captain Marvel yesterday which is why I'm thinking about this but I'm just like I just see like I see nerds being able to go and find their dream dress as the character they want to be because that's like the, the the you know like for most brides it's like the biggest and most important day of their year yes. and being able to like be a superhero in that moment would be so and amazing. Too, you see oh all gosh. these guys that like they'll have like a superhero T-shirt yeah. under their uh, tuxedo or whatever, and they yeah. take pictures like that. And how cool to have that for the ladies would be awesome, or to have like bridesmaids that are inspired. Like, what if you had Avengers bridesmaids? I'm just saying. Oh my god. I'm just saying. <laughs> or like at the fashion show next year, someone shows a bridal gown. Uh, we actually have had a Dalek wedding dress. Um, okay. The first year, Lee Tall Platt, who actually won the second year. Um, did a Dalek wedding dress, and it was gorgeous. And to what you were saying, Judy, it was um, white, gray, and black. And I agree. I mean, um, Lydia Hurst, who just got married to Chris Hardwick, so in the geek family, they just got married last weekend, and her wedding dress was gorgeous. And the whole, like, bottom was actually, like, pink and had, like, red hues. And I'd love to hear the inspiration. I'm thinking it maybe had some, because they both love horror and zombies, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it had something to do with that. But, um, But I'm with you. I mean, I think having bits of color. I mean, can you imagine, like, Captain Marvel, like the star, like iridescent crystals. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. guys, we need to make this happen. Yeah, all right, let's do it. I'm never. Gonna, I'm probably never going to get married, but I'm there. I'll wear the dress. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> anyways, that's what. But I wanted. I I will say that also about your fashion, which I really love, is that there are so many more new people into the cosplay community who don't necessarily know how to sew or are just learning to sew. And wearing, like, your dresses or your, like, so many people have incorporated your outfits into their cosplay. It's kind of amazing. Like, at DragonCon, which is upcoming, um, uh, it on like, at night, people put their, like, party dresses on. Yeah. And I see so many people wearing sort of, like, her universe stuff out as their, like, party outfits. So they're still in costume or they're still being a character that they want to be, but they're not necessarily, like, wearing this crazy epic thing that took them, like, five hours you know, 50 hours or so. Yeah. Well, and that's what we call everyday cosplay because you do want to cosplay, but you're not going to wear that epic cosplay yeah. around. And I'm really excited because we're debuting very soon a new Women of Marvel collection okay. um, at Hot Topic, and it's gorgeous. And it's inspired by some of our favorite women of Marvel. So we have um, an Agent Carter dress that is awesome. You could totally wear it as cosplay or just to the office. Like, you know, and that's the thing. They're made out of, like, fashion, you know, everyday materials, not costume materials. We have a super cool Spider-Gwen jacket that was actually designed by one of the fashion show designers, um, Lindsay Hamilton. She's been in all three uh, all three fashion shows. And it was actually her design that she submitted. She didn't win, but Hot Topic loved Loved it so much. They said, "Can we buy that design from Lindsay and sell it?" Wow! So Amazing. that's her jacket. We have um, a really cool Scarlet Witch jacket, a Black Widow dress, and um, a Captain Marvel dress. And they're all costume inspired, but they're everyday pieces. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's so amazing. Like seeing the evolution and sort of where the, where where I hope that we go as you know female nerds in this community is so amazing. Like, I started out feeling like I was the only one, and now, you know, having this podcast each week and talking to all these amazing people, scientists, you know, fashion designers, it's it's become this epic world. And, and back again to, like, the Internet, you know, every day that, you know, that girl that's in high school who gets bullied can now go home and be like, there's someone like me out there. Yep. And I can start my own company 
and I can do what I want to do and not be not listen to those people. And I think that that's so amazing. I think what you do is so amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, so, but I said from day one with Her Universe, I said I can't do this alone. Like, I, I had my foot in the door at Lucasfilm, so I, you know, was able to, to start it. But I said... If we want change, united we stand, divided we fall. There's no way we can change the perception, debunk the stereotype that this world is just for the men and the boys um, if, if, we, if I did it alone. I said I can't. So, you know, what happened was amazing. Not only did women step into the spotlight, but so did men. So many men, you know, said this is awesome because I love Marvel with my daughter or with my wife or with my sister. And um, it's like everyone stepped up and said we want change. And I think, you know, together we've proven so much change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so much. I know. I feel like that is like almost the perfect way to end this end this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but for those listening at home who don't follow you already on Twitter, where can they find you? Um, it's just at her universe. So at her universe, um, pretty much on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is the her universe official fan page, and then just heruniverse dot com. And when can they get the Women of Marvel line or start to check it out? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you can get it at Hot Topic stores um, mid October. Excellent. Well, we'll we'll look out for that. I can't wait. Well, thank you again for joining us, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to, like, be here in person and be on the show. Now I'm going to go steal her for my show. Yes. (laughs) Okay, we will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. (laughs) 